more. This is one more. Otra, por favor. Otra, por favor. Episodio número 52. 52. Man, it's uh, 52 already. How do you feel today, Koke? I feel amazing, man. As I was telling you a little bit before, started recording, finally got to get back into my routine of, of eating right, working out after about a month or three weeks of not really doing what I love, you know, hitting my routine, playing soccer, none of that, just... So I feel great, man. I've been up since uh, 4 a.m. <laughs> but I feel I feel like I got tons of energy, man. I'm excited for this episode. I'm excited for this podcast. Finally, an intimate conversation with Ricardo. Always intimate conversations <laughs> with Ricardo. Yeah, that's good, man. I'm glad. Um, now, we're actually, uh, this is going to be a short episode today um, because what we did is we changed up bit in the you know studio we expanded the black because once we got four people it's usually there's a there's a part where where you can see some white the white walls so we don't have that problem anymore hopefully minor um, improvements to the studio man but it's it's fun i love i love working on this space with you and hopefully our uh, our audience can tell that you know we really care about about what we do here and the image we portray and Man, we're excited. I'm excited to kick this off, bro. How are you feeling? How are you doing? Dude, I'm doing good, man. It's been a, a pretty busy week, but it's one of those weeks where where Friday you actually kind of feel relaxed. And even though you're, you know, you got all this stuff going on, you feel accomplished. You feel like you did something. Um, so the reason why I'm saying that is uh, there was an event yesterday at Antoine's. Uh, it was called Austin Conovalde, and it was... Um, the one that, the person that put together most of the work was Monica Maldonado with Mascultura. And former guest on the show. Right, right. Uh, and it was beautiful because a lot of the bands were there showing support and also the people that came in. So it was pretty cool. I, I got to do the pictures for the for the event and we're gonna I'm working on editing right now, so I'm gonna get them out and you know I, I like I like seeing reactions and like especially when people are singing that's like a good reaction to to see so that's one part I enjoy just seeing like say someone like Leslie Reynaga on her what was that uh, on her what's that one word when you're in your in your place in your element in your element there you go in your yeah in her true stage well, as a performer yeah an artist and she I mean she did a great job also Kiko Villasan another one that did did good so it's pretty good man. That's awesome. That's awesome. So as you know, on this podcast, we like to talk about football, life, and culture. Mm -hmm. So Rich is touching on a very excellent point, man. Austin does a lot of wonderful things, and this one in particular, such a great cause, uh, giving back to the affected people of Uvalde who went through that uh, that horrible tragedy, horrible massacre. Um, but through that, um, there's been... A, a gathering of, of a lot of communities and this one in particular in Austin joining music right um is, is is truly special what was it like what was it like being there dude it was it was fun um there was a couple of times like when they they Leslie's did a kukuruku paloma 
that one you can tell it hit the spot for several people. Gave you goosebumps. It gave goosebumps to a lot of people. So <laughs> you know, it's one of those that yeah, you, you have to take a picture, but then you have to like just sit back and enjoy that that moment. So uh, it was very also very awesome, like because uh, it was Antoine's and Antoine has their the theme in the background was red, so uh, it, the, like the lighting made it very intimate. Mm-hmm. Um, which is it's a when when you have something like a background that is red, I feel like sometimes. It gives you a little more of an intimate, calm, you know, a little warm sense of, of when you're there, like a relaxing thing. Like it, it feels como que es más centrado y entrado. Yeah. So. Yeah, the red is very, very lo- soulful, loving, sensual color, man. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it, it represents a lot of good things. Yeah, uh, for sure. For sure, man. But that's that's great. I'm happy you you were there to capture those moments. And I, I can't wait for you to share share some photos out. Yeah, to, to the people to see for for me and for other people that weren't there. Yeah, well, we'll share them out and then you know we'll we'll see how it looks, but it looks great just from without any edits. Yeah. Shout out to shout out to Leslie Reynaga for performing and mm-hmm. also uh, la jefa um, Monica, Monica Maldonado. For dude, she was like the jefa yesterday, dude. For, for uh, all she did to put that together, I know that stuff takes a lot of work to coordinate, but I know that's. That's your true passion on on making bridges and helping out communities, especially our our uh, Latino community, in times of need, right, um, right, through art, which is incredible. Um, but man, that's that's great. Um, Antoine's is another historical spot here in Austin. You know, it's it's, it's cool that known that for was the blues setting. and soul. There you go. So, a lot of when you walk in, there's a lot of pictures of you know famous jazz and soul players. So it's. It has like a like this pretty cool vibe. Even even I got the chance to be in the green room, and it, it looks like like there's been some memories in that place. Just overall, mm. so that's that was pretty cool. Speaking of uh, blues and soul, how is this um, this Texas heat making you feel, Richie? Hundred degrees every day, hundred plus. What have mm. you been doing to cope, dude? I have been inside working in the office, so <laughs> I can't complain, but. Must I mean, be nice. Uh. I know, right? But no, dude, I feel like for people that are working outside, you know, like, yeah. it, it could be a hard one. I mean, I go to the warehouse sometimes, and it's hot in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's just, I, I I hope everyone is, you know, getting getting, getting their hydration on um, and also just taking care of themselves. Uh, because I know there's, there's several cooling centers in Austin, right? Yeah, just to mention a few, uh, all city public libraries are cooling centers. Mm-hmm. Um there's also the uh, George Washington Carver Museum, the Mexican American Cultural Center, uh, Douglas Art Center, George and uh, Asian American Resource Center. Um, we're gonna be sharing a list of of cool centers. That if you know anybody that needs a place to cool off, it's it, it'd be great to share because this heat. If if uh, if you're exposed for too much, I mean, it can cause a lot of things. It can cause you know heat dehydration and and you know just many accidents, especially to the to the um, vulnerable populations here in Austin. So we're going to be sharing a list of that mm-hmm. in the in the links to the show notes. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, cold showers for me. Been yeah, helpful, dude. I, I love. <laughs> I, I like. I like taking cold showers in 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 the summer. So that's that's a. But now when the water comes, it comes warm and. You know, yeah, and when yeah. it when it's, it's, hot, it's cold, cold, you want it warm, and that's kind of like, hey man, what the heck? But hey, it's life, you know. Did you, you know? Complain. Did you know that the one of the first places, maybe the first place in Austin that had AC, is a bar on um, uh, Lamar and Twelfth Street. Mm-mm. It's uh, the Arsenal Bar. Oh really? The tavern. Oh, the tavern. Okay, okay. That's why it has that sign that says AC, 
AC yeah. here, and it's yeah, like yeah. neon. Oh. It was one of the first places that had AC. Really? Yeah, so that's like an icon just for having AC. And it's crazy because you think about the summer, and one of the things that you think about is uh, summer mm-hmm. blockbusters, the movies, right? Right, right. The reason, one of the reasons that that got so huge like historically has been because of AC. That's mm-hmm. that's one of the few places that had open accessible well accessible if you can buy the movie ticket. Mm-hmm. AC for people and that was like a big draw. Like you'd go watch this movie and you'd cool down. Okay. But um oh, nah, dude. okay. There's man Koke is a historian. Nah. <laughs> and a poet. No, no. I I'm none of those things, but I, I do like to just trivia a little here and there. Uh, um, I would say if uh if Ernie and Maddie, they need uh, a good backup for survey or, or for trivia night. Trivia nights, you can put a good fight. <laughs> <laughs> nah, shout out to them, man. Shout out to them. But <coughs> I was gonna get the the Jorge Turralde. Jorge Turralde. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out Tocayo. Uh, hey, saludos. <laughs> saludos al Tocayo. Hey, I loved having him here last episode. That guy is speaking of. Uh, true encyclopedias of knowledge. It's open book, man. He that guy's an encyclopedia of, of Austin stories. history, of stories of fo- of uh, football knowledge, of just media knowledge. Um, much respects to him. You, but can, you can catch him in our previous episode fifty one. So here's the one thing: like people in media, right? Sometimes they experience so many things, and and then like whether it is with someone that's famous, and even not famous, which is like an event. Um, like him DJing, him, you know, sharing about his daughter and how he he gave up an offer to go to Washington and he decided not to because he wanted to stay here. Like all of those things, that it just, it's, it, it, there, there's a lot of stories and I'm pretty sure every person that works in media, they will have something funny. Or like, oh man, I was, you know, he was saying last time, and I don't think he mentioned it here with us, but how in a, in a basket, like he was doing an interview for Manu Ginobili in, in San Antonio one of his friends but he completely forgot to check on the focus of the camera uh, so Manu came out super blur and that friend they didn't talk to him ever since damn dude to be <laughs> in the same room with uh, the legendary Manu Ginobili and interview him and then not have a focus video <sighs> that, that must have felt horrible but I know uh, I know he bounced back off of that like, yeah, like, sure. like he bounced back from many things that happened <laughs> in his life, man. It was it was a pleasure having him, man. But let's get into uh can we get into some football? Let's do it. Let's hey do it. hey man. So to start off with, we're gonna talk a little bit of recap on Copa Texas. And we have an excellent resource right here. My man Richie mm-hmm. traveled with the with the La Murga and Los Verdes and he was out there capturing and in the whole vibe. You were on Austin FC's uh, official Twitter. Um <laughs> Man, you you always getting in these places that that, that of uh, of of Austin FC history, man. That's awesome. Tell us a little bit about your experience, dude. It was it was cool. Um, they they took we took four buses, four or five buses, and I went on the rainbow bus. But it was, I mean, it it was uh like the most colorful one. Oh so yeah, I, that's I went on that one. Like, man, that one looks cool. I want to go. <laughs> so it, it was good because, I mean, there's other buses where. There's people that I, you know, I'm pretty, you know, acquainted with and, and friends. So there's fun. All of them you go. And this one right here was a little more like in a calm side at first. Um, but then there's some people there uh, in, the, in the back that uh, they were just, they brought out this thing called Cacique. And 
basically it's kind of like I think it's a, a Costa Rican or or around the Panama, but it, it was smooth when you take a shot like a shot of it. So that was pretty cool. I got to you know, just <laughs> on the way there, it was a it was a very nice chilled ride. Um, everybody, yeah, we're cons- yeah, we're conserving the energy for later. Yes, yes, I think <laughs> that was a good. That was a good strategy. It's a long run. T- tell us wh- what time the day starts and and what time it ends. Like how many how many hours of so we went, we left here at 12 and arrived to Bucky's around 1.30. The Bucky's in Waco. Yeah, Waco yeah, or Temple. you got there at 1.30 p.m. Yeah. Got your, got your beaver nuggets, got be- your snacks. See, beaver nuggets, I I didn't get, but I got the brisket sandwich. Uh, However, I was looking for that Caesar salad wrap. That shit is good. <laughs> It's so good. You're and the first person I hear talk about a Caesar salad wrap at Bucky's. Man, man. It, hey. it's that or the the chili fish steak, uh, the Philly cheese steak um, burrito. That one's pretty nice. good too. Nice. Uh, so tried that one. We 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 storm in Bucky's and we're all like, you know, everybody goes to the restaurant first because what's the what, first thing. what's the reaction? People like the the people at Bucky's that work there just seeing all the fucking the goodness. workers. They were like. Oh man, we're busy. <laughs> and now we're busy. Er, like you can see them hustling a little extra. You know, appreciate them and their their service. Um, it was great. Um, and thank you for being patient with everyone that was loud in there. So the line was to go to the restaurant was long because yeah. you have two hundred people plus whatever customers were. Uh, Bucky's were already there, trying to go to the restroom. Um, so everybody's getting snacks, getting drinks, getting beer. And then we all have to get ready for a picture in front of Bucky's. And the beaver, actually, the mascot actually came and took a picture with everyone. Oh, really? There was a dress guy there? Yeah, there was mascot? a dress guy there. Wow. And then we did the photo op in front of Bucky's, showing the sign in the background. And the beaver just comes in, and he's like, uh, I mean, in his beaver language, he said, I'll take a picture with you. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Um, I, I ran into Ram, Ramiro was there. Oh, Ram Sizzle. And Ram Sizzle. I used to call him Ram Sizzle, but like Ram Sizzle. Okay. Now I get it. <laughs> so, um, that after, so we went to Bucky's, and then from that, we, we went all the way to Frisco, which is pretty close to Oklahoma. Not, you know, farther <laughs> than Dallas. Um, and and just uh, the ride there was, it was quick, because you're already having fun. You're already, you know, interacting with people. You're already just chanting and, and all this stuff. So... We get to Frisco and then we go to this bar. It's called Gator, Green Gator or something Gator, and I mean that place was packed. So it was, you know, I'm thank you for everyone that worked there because when you go from like having your own customers to having 200 people walk in at the same time, you gotta have like nerves of steel because when you're a waiter, yeah. it's or like a that. It's like the meme with Jon Snow and mm-hmm. like all the. Fucking horses coming. Yeah, there we go. He's got that one sword. So you see that? You see that bartender with the, <laughs> the, the you know the tab like ready to pour it. So and you have all this verdes and murgas come in and 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 drink. So that's crazy. Uh, that, that's pretty cool. Um, that's crazy. Uh, and then son unos locos. Yeah, dude. And then it was the walk. We marched from there to the stadium, mm-hmm. and the stadium, the section we're at, it was it was a good. I don't know, maybe four hundred. Thousand people. It was incredible. I watched the game from home, so the scenes on on the television were amazing because you can see an entire what seemed like an entire section full of mm-hmm. verdes in the in Frisco Stadium. That to to me, if I was a Dallas 
you know, Dallas FC fan, and I, mm. I'd be kind of like embarrassed, like a little bit, like damn, that many opposing fans came. But not only that, the, you can hear the the the, the cheers and the mm. and the songs and the chants. Cause you watch it on TV. I watch it on TV. Okay. I could hear Austin FC mm. over the Dallas fans at, at times. That was crazy. It was something to uh, to remember for the rest of your life, especially after a game like that. Yeah. And so as we're in the game, you know, like everybody's banter and whatnot, you know. I'm I'm looking at the game and we're minute seventy and we are losing by zero, like one zero, one zero. I'm like getting frustrated. But I've, t- I've t- never t- been that frustrated. Tell before. me how it felt though, like that the count the counter. You got Ariola, you know, getting getting the ball through Cascante's legs yeah. and. Taking the Man, shot. it was Where, it was like. How, how did that hit y'all? So it hit everyone because I, was, I mean the the game was as tough as it is, right? And right. I felt like whenever Dallas scored or Frisco, Dallas Frisco, whenever they did that, it, it felt like the the confidence. It kind of just like gave us a little, you know, slap with cold water, because Austin started respecting them a little more. And they weren't being as, as um, like, they weren't, not competing, but they weren't being as, uh, what's another word that I'm thinking? Like, I'm forgetting all the words today. They were as fo- pressing forward. As like, pressing forward, yeah. right. Uh, so they weren't uh, they weren't contending as much as they would, you know. Yeah, like they, they weren't here. looking for the game like they were in the beginning. Right, right. right. So that happened because you don't want to get scored another one. Like, right, that's the one right. thing. It's like, when you get attacked, we also have to, you know, not get scored. And then... Passes were just not being there. Um, yeah, looked a little sluggish at times. Yeah, at times it felt sluggish. So, in Dallas, Dallas already feels like, okay, we already got them in the back. However, something changed. Uh, Wolf came in, little Wolf. Baby Wolf. Este Owen comes in, and he put some, some work, and then you also had Hosen in there, also, you know, putting in some hustle. So... That one play with his court is because Owen Wolf kind of just tapped it to Drusi, and there was a play that we actually took the ball away from Dallas in the back. Mm-hmm. And then you see Drusi, but Fagu comes in uh, abierto, and Drusi sees him before he even makes the pass. That's my perception. And, but before that it was going on, I'm frustrated because I'm like, dude, we're going to be hearing from every fan out there that is, you know, not like hates on Austin FC. Even the fans here, we're going to be hearing it forever that we lost to Dallas and we lost to Copa Texas again. Mm. So I'm like, oh, heck no, dude. Like, we, yes, I want to chant and I want to scream, but I'm also mad because we got to score. So they were doing the Cuervos, and Cuervos, you know, you're like, and then every family is far away. So everybody puts their arms at each other. I leave Ray, 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 uh, Ray hanging, and I feel bad because you can see in my video just like getting mad, and Ray runs to like, like grab my, my arm. I'm like, nah, dude, we gotta score a goal. Cause I'm like so pissed. And Ray's like, <laughs> he turns around, he's like, you know, far away. And I'm like, and I told him, dude, my bad, dude. Like, I look like, like an a hole for not giving you the arm. <laughs> so that happened. And once we scored a goal, it was like a lot of stress just released. Just a relief. Just a relief. And yeah. I mean, you can see in the video, everybody's just going crazy and everybody's like enjoying it. Oh, Paco's yeah. mom was behind us, Alicia. So that's pretty cool too. No, we, we we saw your video, Richie. You you look like a man that was about to, I don't know, just destroy whatever was right in front of him. Man, you cheered. When I saw you cheer, I was like, "Holy shit, is that is that Richie?" I'm like, "Oh shit, it is." Because uh, yeah, man, I'd never seen you react 
in such a passionate way, but I know that's who you are. So I'm like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's Ricardo. Yeah. So, <laughs> so one thing, like say, I've, I've seen teams that I go for win championships on TV, but I've never seen a TV that I, I a team that I go for in person, like win that. a championship what, in person. Something that matters. Yeah. Something, something that, that matters. matters a little bit. Yeah. And for me, it's kind of like, I was so, so like, I, like full of emotion. Like I felt like, man, like we, we finally got something that that's ours. Like, Something that we can, you know, we can say, oh, we won this. Maybe it's a Copa Texas' mom, but however, it, it's a Copa. It's the first step. Yeah. It's the first step towards being a great club that we know we have the potential of being. And, you know, hopefully they can continue this momentum. They're a little bit over the halfway mark mm-hmm. of uh, the schedule of the season. Um, the only kind of negative takeaway that, well, one of the only negative takeaways that I have from it is that we still haven't beat Dallas, so se queda la espinita. Yes, yeah, yeah. We still haven't beat them. We've. But you're you're one close, one step closer right. because now you tied here and you tied there, so there was like uh, you don't have a losing. We're, we're, we're closing the streak. gap. We're, we're closing, closing the, the gap, gap for yeah. sure, for sure. No, shout shout out to uh, to all the team. Uh, Diego, amazing goal. Uh, went went to go celebrate with his mom. And uh, I'm on the way. <laughs> Huh? And there's a, a video of me when I'm like on the way. Oh yeah, you were about to bite his arm off, I think. Uh, he was he was he was falling down, so I was helping him get up. Oh yeah, because yeah. I saw him like slip and like, that's, oh Diego, let me help you. But also uh, grab your arm and tell you how much I love you. That's a hilarious video, man. I, I, I think felt I, so I, bad. I must have rewatched it like ten times with, with with my wife, and she was like, oh my god, Richie was about to bite his arm. <laughs> I felt I felt like initially like I'm 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 very so. In the stadium, when I do photography, you know, you have to be very neutral. But even whenever, the t- like, say, I'm, you know, on a regular basis, I see a player, like, hey, how's it going? And I say hi. But I'm not, like, like super, like, fan, like, oh, my God. Like, but I'm not, there's only two times that I've done this. One was with Tom Blanco. And this one was with, with este Fago. When I saw Cotomoc in person, I'm, like, my idol's, like, right in front of me. <laughs> not even when I got to see Messi, like, pretty close to me. Like, I'm, right. like, oh, shit, it's Messi right there. But Cautemo was one. But when I saw Fago, dude, it was, like, one of our own. Like, I think it was just the emotion, like, him scoring. Letting him, like, dude, I love you, dude. Like, you know, I love I love what you're doing in here. Yeah. And, and I love, like, not you, but also I love, like, your family and what you guys have done here in Austin with everyone. No, absolutely. We were talking about it earlier. Diego Fagundes, absolute fan favorite, one of the fan favorites for sure. He's, he's one of the hearts of everybody here. And I think um, – it's awesome to hear him in his interviews. Uh, I think uh, his interview with uh, with Jorge right. Torralde, uh, asking him about what he thinks about the the uh, MLS All Star mm. snub. Very very humble response. Very humble guy. He's like, I'm gonna keep doing my thing. Yeah. You know, I'm happy with what I'm doing here, and I don't care. Basically, he doesn't care what they say. And it's just amazing to hear him. That like, he's very, even when when asked. Um, uh, why? Why he hadn't taken taken a, a free kick before? If if he's if he has the capability to score, and he's mm-hmm. like, you know, if someone has the confidence to take it, you're gonna let them take it. I'm right. not gonna demand it. So he's very down to earth. Mm-hmm. He's performing well, and he's he's happy. To, he's happy to be here, and we're happy to have him, man, and happy to have him and his family. Um, and and uh, also one thing. Uh, <laughs> so in the midst of the passion that I've had. I took my jersey off, <laughs> my Murga jersey, and I threw it in the field. And that's oh, when, uh, <laughs> so I'm like, I threw it in the field, like, oh man, you how, how many drinks? How many drinks in were you? No, actually, <laughs> in that time I was sober. Like I was pretty sober. Um, I, I was I was tipsy before the game, 
Damn. But around there, I'm like, I was good. That was sober, Richie. Drunk that was Richie so, would have threw his pants in the field. Nah, I would have been naked. Like, <laughs> so, I, I I took my shirt off and I'm like, oh man, you guys always give something to to everyone. Now here's my gift to you. And I throw my jersey like in the in the field. See whoever gets it, you know, it's theirs. So Nick Lima picks it up, Ooh, and nice. then and then he takes his jersey off. But I'm like before that, I'm thinking like. Oh, crap, I just threw my jersey, and that's the only shirt I have. And I don't have a shirt. How am I going to get back home shirtless? Okay, plan plan B, maybe buy a jersey over here or something, or buy buy something on the way, right? Buy a Bucky shirt. A Bucky shirt. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's my mind. Like, well, we're going to stop at Bucky's, hopefully. <laughs> and then Nick Nima, you know, comes by, and he picks up the shirt, and he's like, he takes the shirt, he's like, that's yours. And I was like, oh, heck yeah. So then I remember Jorge saying, I want a shirt that is from an actual game uh, that, you know, it's already sweaty and stuff. So let me go bring it. I'll be right back. Keep talking. Okay. Oh, yeah. We, we finally have a, a, a player ar- artifact here. This uh, Austin FC memorabilia jersey worn by Nick Lima from that very game against Dallas. If you, if you smell it, it smells <laughs> like Copa Texas. So... That's what's up. This, here it is. Snick Limas. Wow. There we go. Lima, appreciate you, bro. This is amazing. Yeah, man. We're going to. Incredible, incredible, incredible thing to have here on the pod, dude. Yeah, dude. And we're going to actually, um, you know what we can do? We can flip it over and show his name. Bam. For the 50 followers that listen to us. <laughs> and Yes, we'll, sir. What we'll do is we'll, we're going to frame that. Um, we we worked on the on the studio today, so we can do some enhancements. But that's gonna be framed, or we're gonna put it behind sure. over here. So yeah, dude, that's that's a pretty cool, you know, one of those like stupid things that I've done that you know that okay, actually it paid off well. <laughs> yeah, no man, that's that, that's awesome. Uh, that's awesome that you got to experience that and uh, eventually make the ride back to to Austin, which I know was uh, pretty late, wasn't it? Dude, we got home at around three thirty, because I I I saw the camera from my house and it was like four when I walked in the house. And I was like, damn, <laughs> and I was like, dude, I hopefully can find some barbacoa around this time, but I was <laughs> too tired. Like, you know what? Let's just go home. <laughs> <laughs> maybe in San Antonio. Maybe, maybe in San Antonio, Antonio, right? But no, nah, that's awesome, dude. Uh, shout out, to, shout out to the whole team, uh, Baby Wolf for putting in that effort, uh, winning that ball. The whole team for for playing so collective and pushing through. It's just another example of how they continue to have that mentality that even when they're down, you cannot count Austin FC out. And right. I think that's that's what makes this team special, and that's what uh, the the league is finally recognizing us as a true contender and force and candidate. Um, that being said, man, um, we got a game coming up this Sunday at about uh, 7, 8 o'clock against uh, Red Bull here at Q2 Stadium uh, versus the uh, New York Red Bulls. Um, what do you think, Richie? We're, we're looking uh, very, very good against East teams. 7 p.m., um, hopefully 7.20. Uh, hopefully a little later than, you know, and than expected because it's still going to be hot. Um First of all, like I, I want all the players to, to be healthy, our players and their players. I want, you know, the best team from each like the best the the best uh scenario for each team to come p- compete. That's the first thing I want from every team that comes to play here. Um, especially because of the heat and what's going on with COVID. There's more COVID cases. 
Um, I, 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 everybody, I want everybody to be healthy. The second thing is, I, I want another win, man. I want, I want to continue that. Right now, we have six games that we haven't lost in a yeah. row. Yeah. So I want that to be seven, and then I want it to be eight and nine and ten. Ahorita ya no es hasta cómo se pueda, sino es cómo queremos. You know, how much do we really want it? And I think we keep winning. We're going to keep having that confidence. And hopefully by the time we get to the playoffs, once we, we make it there, we come in ready to to show that, you know what, we, we're going to do something. And I want us to win. That, that's that's all I want. And another great thing is that we finally have a, a, a week gap of rest and all of our players are getting that rest and, and, and time to kind of – uh, heal themselves and just be at a 100%. So the expected projected lineup is 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 the full squad at full strength with uh, Brad Stuver, Nick Lima, Julio Cascante, Gabrielson, Gallagher, mm-hmm. Danny Pereira, Drusi, Finley, Ruti, and Fagundes, which to me sounds like an A squad, man. I'm excited to watch him play and hopefully continue to continue to play with that with that um, consistency and fluidity from front to back and. Mm-hmm. And just that hunger, you know what I mean? That that dog in them that 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 I love to see. Interesting enough, um, the the uh, Red Bull, mm-hmm. uh, New York Red Bulls, they're from that that Red Bull um, school of football, that that collective of, of teams. You know, you the have Salzburg, Salzburg, Leipzig, Leipzig um, and what characterizes these teams is that high press, mm-hmm. that that energy, and that um, that willingness to press and play play at the counter and play to your mistake. And it, it's an interesting matchup to think because Austin FC tends to like to build the play from the back and build uh, through through the through the sides and putting crosses and it's it'll be a it'll, to me it's going to be a great matchup. Um, I'm excited to see it, right. but I it, I hope that that um, through our six win win streak, we're not becoming overconfident and and face this this next game here at the Q2 at the Fortress with uh, with all seriousness because mm-hmm. we want to continue. Um, this upward trend. So I, th- I think we like you. You, can make, you made a good point not to be overconfident, but I, that goes from like say the team, the players, and I feel like the players are aware of it because every every time they play a, a game, the, the only time that I felt them like they were slacking was against Galaxy. Mm. Um, but every every game they played, like they compete and they're they're you know they're showing like this character that is not overly confident. Um, it's more like a respectful, like say, if you're going to beat a team, we're going to beat them without wanting to be showing off. Or mm-hmm. uh, I think our players are very good at, at that. It seems like uh, they're humble. But I, I, from the fans, I do think us fans, we need to just simmer down a bit, like take, yeah. take it down a notch. Yeah. I know it's great that we're winning, and trust me, I enjoy it as much as we do. Like <laughs> I enjoy it as much as you do. However, let's take it down a notch, and let's, let's – um, let, let's – the the reason why I'm saying it's taking down a notch be, it's because if if hopefully we're not lose but if we lose a game, we don't have that the huge like steep downfall you know emotionally we don't go and talk shit about a player, we just say like the team lost without having to say rings this Pereira's this Nick Lima's this yeah so think think about it like a like a relationship man right. if, if, if if you're gonna have your highs and lows right. You can't have it. You can't have it be like toxica. Us and FC can't be the toxica to you, where you, where you, that that low is so low that you immediately start like 
talking shit, you know. Right. You got to roll with the punches. You got to be mature about it, man. But I mean, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. We can't be that toxicos. There, there you go. That's what I was trying to say, Richie. Thank you. But hey, man, you're. I know. I know where you were going. So. Speaking of toxicos, uh, Cecilio Dominguez, adios. Peace. Se va el Santos. Santos Laguna, right? Yeah. Los laguneros. Not confirmed, but it's you know. Cuando cuando el río suena es porque ahí trae agua. Yeah. So. For what he did here at the club, on the field, appreciate it. Thank you. Off the field is another story. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and hopefully, well, from what I know, from what I know, uh, this kind of opens up the way for Emiliano Rigoni, Rigoni. Uh -huh. to come in from Sao Paulo and uh, former former teammate of Drusi, mm -hmm. which uh, should be an excellent pair. But we also played in the in the, in the national team too, Rigoni. Yeah, it, it's. It's amazing that we're that we're getting this type of quality player, but mm -hmm. at the same time, I see, I see the, the, the cast, the the team we have now, and like how they're so solid, that you're always kind of like, ah man, I hope this guy comes in and he, he entra and he just fits like a piece of, mm -hmm. of the puzzle and not something that that creates a, a chasm or something like mm -hmm. that, with with e with with his personality or with his ego or something. So we'll we have see. him, and then we also have Corroso right here. Oh. Um, so yeah, I forget about Washington. El, el Washington de nuestro de nuestra vida, <laughs> nuestro Washington. Uh, no, hey, but he has to earn it in every level, not, not just the Washington part, because we already have our own Washington. It's el Bocha. Yeah, there you go. So Señor Fagundes. Fagu, segun, eh, el papá Fagundes, tío Fagundes. <laughs> uh, no, dude, I was gonna say uh, uh, Michelle Sanchez had a really funny <laughs> funny tweet um, where she was like, uh, we. Washington Corozo uh, to to Austin FC, and meanwhile Danny Alves to Pumas. <laughs> Gosh damn! And we could have did a little, you know, why not? But I feel like if you bring someone like Danny, which is a player that I'm pretty sure that can help everyone, how much would he bring to the team as an addition? I would love to have Danny Alves, bro. But it would be a good, <laughs> you know, like say, like say, when you think about it, like how much, like. Like say, how much risk would you take, and you know, how much you, do you think he would give to the team? Oh. I mean, I think isn't it, he would still bring something if he ever, if he was to come to to Austin FC. Um, but he's going to Pumas, va allá con la UNAM, con los porros. They they are marketing the shit out of Dani Alves. I looked at uh, ESPN Deportes earlier, yeah. and there's like 50 Dani Alves stories, and he just got there today. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking like, sheesh. But I mean. That's the league I make. He's trying to sell themselves and market themselves like to the global scale. Mm -hmm. And we were talking earlier with uh, with with Jorge on the mm -hmm. previous episode that whether we like it or not, uh, the league I make is for certain uh, in certain markets in certain countries, national countries is mm -hmm. something that they respect a little bit more compared to the MLS and are willing to look at that league more. Mm -hmm. But it's an interesting conversation to think about because. Um, I was re I was reading a, a Chris Bill story mm -hmm. a, a little bit about how um, uh, the gaffer Josh Wolf was talking mm -hmm. about uh, Washington Washington Corosco um, and how he's not ready yet to play. Mm -hmm. He doesn't think he's ready because and he made a comment something like, um, "When you come from Liga MX to MLS, the leagues are different, and he's just not ready." So he's in a way like a low key swipe. At the Liga MX, he's kind of saying like, "Yeah, he's not at the level right now to play at the MLS." Mm -hmm. um, so th I mean, 
there's there's opinions that that differ Go back, back and, and forth, forth yeah. but i think it's because the leagues are 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 becoming competitive in their own way in their own markets and uh yeah so i feel like liga mx it's a good exposure for foreign players that are making the jump to europe mm -hmm. but it's not a good exposure for mexican players to make the jump to europe where here in the mls is different the exposure for players to go to europe is for the american players For the academies, for you know, for the structure of how they're playing, they're bring, being brought up, the athleticism. So, and also, I think um, Corroso didn't come straight from Liga MX. He came from Sporting Cristal, mm -hmm. but he wasn't playing over there. Right. So that's that's what probably he when he said, you know, he's not ready to play just because he hasn't been playing. It's been inactive. Yeah, he's been inactive and getting used to this. Texas right. Heat is a different thing. Right, and not right. only that, but the, the competition in his position is pretty strong. Dude, I mean, a winger, because Corozo is a winger. Yeah. And then Rigoni coming in, he's a winger. But I hope Rigoni coming in brings this este plurifuncional part of a player where you can play different positions, kind of like Owen Wolf. You can be in the middle. You can also be outside, you know. Yeah. Credit to the young man. He he's definitely been one of our utility players. Been able to adapt, uh, whether in the middle. Although I like him a little bit more on on the right. On the right, yeah. Uh, even though he, I think his natural position is center mid. Mm -hmm. um, uh, he's he's got the tools. He's definitely he definitely has the tools mm -hmm. uh, to be great. But you can tell that uh, in certain instances of the game, maybe a little bit more maturity, un poco más de pausa, yeah. would help him out. But man. It, It's exciting to, to just talk line by line on all these players because they all have something special, man. And one more player I just wanted to recognize was Gabrielson and, and what he's done to our back line and giving him that, giving Julio that confidence uh -huh. that maybe he, he lacked last season and the, their chemistry and pairing. Even though they, there's a mistake here and there, every game there's a little mistake here and right. there. For the most part, it's solid, man. And when it's not, Stuver has been able to come through back it up and and you can just tell that those guys are vibing so el galu yes sir yes sir so i mean anything else to touch on Austin? or oh, maybe give a prediction for this game two one two one austin yeah okay okay two one i'm gonna say uh i'm just gonna keep it i'm gonna keep it at one zero one zero austin I, th I think there's it's still there's still gonna, some, some gonna, goals we're gonna get scored. I think it's gonna be really hot and it's yeah. gonna be like a sluggish game. The first, uh, the first yeah, half. The yeah. first half. We'll see. Yeah, man. We'll see. Um, are you guys going to the game? Uh, not, we haven't bought any tickets yet, but mm -hmm. we're we're considering. Huh, considering last time you considered it, you were like in the box. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you're really, looking I, like down at the peasants. Oh uh, no, no. So I don't don't get it twisted. <laughs> I I did not buy the purchase these tickets. There, it's just like a, a like a company thing that I got. I somehow got invited for. Um, you know, honestly, I think they invite me because I'm the only one who gives a shit about soccer. So I hey. bring, I bring the vibes. Race that. <laughs> Nah, but let me tell you, when you're up there, you look around and no one really cares about the game. Yeah, that's that's a downfall it's of a going downfall. to un palco. Yeah, but uh, when you're down there in the sports section, ah, it's otra onda. Otro, yeah, otro pedo. 
Yeah. No, it's uh, it's it's weird because like you see influencers posting pictures, but like in the boxes, and I'm like, hey, man, el pedo está cabajito, For real, for real, man. I'm, I'm, I promise you, I'm not an influencer. You sure? Hey, now you have a well, you have a TikTok. What's what's your TikTok? Let let the fans know. Not the fans, let the audience know. My TikTok is at (laughs) Goketrill. Stop. Um, Okay, just to talk about TikTok, I think it's like a crazy social media. The fact how it's just like a continuous feed, and you don't you can just literally infinitely scroll. Um, and there's no pause between it. Mm. So I think it really does kind of fry your brain a little bit. So one of the things that when I first started using, I was like, man, this is a little bit overwhelming. So on my page, I just try to just put things that are very calming and soothing, mm-hmm. just like videos of like running water, or like wind or something, just relaxing. And I mean, no one cares. No, no one's there. But that's what I do to give... Coke walking on the beach with his speedo. A little bit of peace to this, like, frenetic feed that you and have now, on TikTok. Yeah. But speaking of TikTok, um, we do... We have been talking about doing one for the for the podcast. And can't wait to bring those out, as well as more reels, you know, to bring you some more of our content. But just a little way of sharing different mm-hmm. things, because we know this is a little long-formatted combos um, that... Uh, Maybe you just want to know a little snippet that can get you interested into the rest of the episode. So we're going to be doing a little bit more of that. But um, what, what do you think, Richie? Dude, it's good. Uh, I was actually listening to a podcast earlier, and they're small business oriented. And they were talking about like how they're getting this TikTok because they feel like you get more traction. I'm like, that's true. That's true. I can I can see the, the uh, benefit of that. So I'm actually going to start one for shots with the Richie. I don't do much videos. That's the one thing. So... I gotta start doing videos of like, oh me taking a picture of my cat with but, my camera. But you know what I'm saying is like, uh, the 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 format of, of that and a lot of social media is just, it's very short, right? Yeah. Little little snippets. So like very like your one second, two second. Pop, 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 pop. You, you don't think it affects a little bit your uh, your attention span? Yeah, dude. Because when you're so, whenever you're looking at one, like shorts, like for example. Unless I'm listening to something on on my phone when I'm working, not on my phone, like I'm saying on YouTube, that's the only time I can actually hold to watch a video now. Like now, you, it's hard for you to watch a five minute video. Right. So anyone that watch, like for me, and that's and I'm a very calm person that likes to pay attention. So it does because it makes you want to like continue, okay, to continue, 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 continue. So. It's good to, like, say you're doing something innovative inside a platform that is very busy. And everybody wants to put their stuff out there, which is good. We all want to be known. We all want to be heard. We all want to be seen. So, I mean, whatever you're doing, I'm pretty sure it, it's, uh, it's you know, you're you're, you're going to bring some, some difference and maybe get some people out there like, hey, okay, where do you take this video from? And, or they're recommending a place to go visit. That'd be a pretty cool thing to. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I'm always open for recommendations of, of whatever, whether it be a cool place, relaxing place, whatever. But, man, it, the, the the whole movement of 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 TikTok, Instagram Reels, and stuff like mm-hmm. that, it makes me really wonder, um, because I've noticed a lot in in different sports like basketball and football, um, that what what the kids, what the younger generations are watching more, they're not watching entire games. They're watching snippets and yeah. highlights. 
Right, right. Sometimes you know we do too. Like we don't we we forget we kind of watch this game, so we're gonna watch the highlights. But when that's all you consume, um, eventually the way that that sports and sports at the end of the day is entertainment, mm -hmm. right? Gets marketed, it it's gonna be through those shorter formats. So um, soccer is a sport that is a long format. It's right. there's no commercial breaks, there's no timeouts, there's no. Um, pauses in between the game it's very fluid mm -hmm. so it's kind of like one of those sports that is not as easy to break up or it doesn't break itself up so yeah. i don't know i've i've thought about that a little bit here and there but um who knows how the sport like the the sport's going to change and get marketed you know it, it does it does put some effect in you um but i hope i hope we we get a balance of both at the end of the day Uh, yeah. Get get the benefit of you know short short films, but I mean short reels, but also get the benefit of you know watching something long and that has a process. Yes, sir. Um, so speaking of long and process, um, you went to go donate blood. Yeah. Yesterday. Yes. How yes. was that process for you? Because you did plaquettes or what was that? Platelets. Platelets. There. So uh, one thing I like to do is. A giving back wise is is donating donating blood. I used to donate whole blood, and recently I started getting into donating platelets because uh, you could do it more often, um, and it's it's something that is also very much needed in the in the health community. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, we are blood is a Central Texas organization that has several center centers here in Austin. Two that I know, one is on on uh, North Lamar, and the one that I've been going to recently is closer to where I live in Cedar Park. Um, But it's it's super easy. You just set up an account at weareblood.com uh, or .org and and um, you know set up a time and go. And it's they make it easy peasy. You're in and out depending on what you do in, in your 30 minutes or two hours. Like platelets takes a little bit longer because what they do is they they take your your they take your blood out and they put it in this machine that mm -hmm. spins it and separates the platelets, plasma, and blood. And then they put your red blood cells back in. So it's kind of a longer process. Mm -hmm. um, and <laughs> I was telling you earlier, unfortunately, I, I, I had I had a bit of a, uh, a, a bad experience. And maybe I had a, a little bit of an inexperienced person helping me, yeah. like nurse. Um, so they weren't able to put my red blood cells back in. But either way, my donation was... Le metieron tequila para que se acomode. Nah, I wish, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. So um, I can't donate for another eight weeks because mm -hmm. that's that's a time that you can donate whole blood. But mm -hmm. either way, We Are Blood is running a, a great promotion right now um, that if you go donate, you get a, a free admission to an Alamo Draft House. Mm -hmm. To go watch uh, a movie. So, which movie are you gonna watch now with your with your pass? Oh, dude, I really want to watch the new Jordan Peele. Nope. Nope. Oh, that one looks good. Yes, that dude, one looks good. Jordan Peele doesn't miss, bro. Oh heck, get, no, dude. Get out, yeah. us. You know, no, it's gonna be fire. Mm -hmm. I, I love horror movies. I love his style of uh, his style of telling stories and, and directing. Um, and I love just going to the movies, especially during the summer. We were talking about it earlier, like, how do you get away from this heat? Man, go to the movies, man. Just be in the AC. Um, and the most recent movie I saw uh, was with my wife. Yeah, you went to see, what was the name of that movie? It's it's a it's a super <laughs> weird movie. It's called uh, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. 
So he was talking to me earlier about Marcel the, sh- the shell with shoes on, and it sounds like a kid's movie. And then I was like, dude, that's a weird movie. And you're like, actually, that's the type of movies I like to watch. Yeah, I, I, I have to apologize to people who have ever watched movies with me without knowing me because yeah. they know that <laughs> I'm going to put something weird on. Um, but, uh, yeah, Marcel the Show with shoes on, it's uh, it's an A24 movie. If you know anything about A24, you know they don't miss. You know they make weird shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, in 2011, 2012, there mm-hmm. was a viral video of this little shell called Marcel. Okay. Marcel the Shell. Okay. And it was just this little shell with the googly eyes that talked. Um, and it, was, it went viral. It was one of the, one of the viral videos mm-hmm. back when, you know, there weren't that many. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of stuck in my memory. And, and then came out with the movie, which is super weird. But just think about it. Marcel is an adorable one-inch tall shell. Who has a colorful existence and has this grandmother named Connie, who's also a shell, mm-hmm. and uh, th- one part of their community because they lived in a community of shells uh, were separated. So now they live alone as like sole survivors. Mm-hmm. And basically, uh, there's a there's a filmmaker who stays at the Airbnb where these shells live. Mm-hmm. This sounds fucking crazy. <laughs> who decides to make a documentary uh-huh. of Marcel and her grandmother and his grandmother Connie? Um, but he kind of feels emboldened to uh, travel the like their little world, well, the, into the real world mm-hmm. to find the rest of their community. Um, and it sounds ridiculous, and I'm, I'm explaining it in a very horrible way. But <laughs> what I can say about the film is three things: it's super touching. It's not a kids. It's not really a kids film because it mm-hmm. touches on like heavy topics like death, loss, okay. divorce separation and and things that think how you overcome those things in life and um third it's super creative like mm-hmm. to think of a situation where there's a shell that's alive and doing these things and do it in a way where it's a story that that captures you and has humor it has uh drama and it has um it just has a little bit of of excitement um from beginning to end my wife and i were like laughing or or like just at the edge of our seats, or just I don't know, te- a little l- little, little tear, tear here little and there. Tear here okay, and there. Okay. It re- nah, man, like, it, it blew it, it blew blew me away a little bit. So, um, yeah, Marcel the show with shoes on. I I recommend it. Um, it's got ninety nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So <laughs> that's a high. I mean, it must be that good. But uh, now I'm gonna watch um, where the crowd crowd that sink. Oh, it's based on a book, right? Based on a book. Uh, my wife, she sent me a message like, "Let's go watch it." And I'm like, "Yeah, let's go." I like I like going to the movies, regardless. So, but yeah, I'm cool. So we're probably gonna watch it tomorrow, which Saturday, if the episode released on Saturday, nice. will be today. So that's that's the plan. Um, and I still haven't seen the new Thor movie. Oh, <laughs> how was it? Okay. <laughs> so I went to go watch Thor after. Uh, one of our one of our recordings, which was a mistake, because if anyone knows me, I'm the biggest sleepyhead that you've ever met. I'm the guy that will probably fall asleep at the party. I'm the guy who has fallen asleep at a comedy show, um, which is very dangerous to fall asleep at a comedy show. You, you'll get you'll uh, get roasted, roasted, right? Yeah. I was with uh, Cantu. Man, that <laughs> motherfucker was so pissed. He was like, "I can't believe you fell asleep, bro." God, I'm sorry, uh, but anyways. Um, 
Yeah, so I went after this uh, this recording yeah. with uh, our our, uh, our soccer buds, and uh, I just met them up at at the AMC Twenty Four on Tech Ridge. I got in my seat, reclined it. I was entertained. Doze in and out. Natalie Portman, okay, entertained. Doze in and out. And then at the end, I kind of woke up. Um, I looked over, like everybody, all my friends were enjoying it, um, and I enjoyed <laughs> bits and pieces, but I can't say. I can't give it a thumbs up. I can't give it a thumbs down because, I mean, I kind of fell asleep here and there. Yeah. I need to, I need to watch it, man. So we'll probably have to go together or something. Yeah. Next, next, uh, man, Tuesday. Preferably not after a recording. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> or or it'll be like, I don't know, we'll have to plan it. But, yeah, I got to watch it in the movies before it goes out on Disney+. Plus. Like, I can't not watch a Marvel movie at the house. It has to be. Cause I'm I'm off I'm off I'm off I'm, I like watching the Marvel movies whenever they're out like the first day, but that weekend it was just busy, and um, I couldn't go and watch it because I already had told Ernie like yeah let's go. I'm gonna go with you guys but then my family was in town so we had to you know change everything. But uh, yeah, that's the plan to go to the movies. So um, one more thing that I, we were gonna talk about is we were gonna talk about the Stuber. Um, he was a runner, or like, in the, in the, you know, nominee for for the SP award, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali Humanitarian Award. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. Shout out to Stuber, man. I know he's done a lot of work in the community for, uh, I, b- I believe, uh, fostering fostering pets, mm-hmm. um, laundry services for for the underserved communities, and the LGBTQ. Right. He's he's well. part. He's a, he's I think super he's the board director of ABAO, if I'm not mistaken, or Quality Texas. One of those two. But yeah, man, uh, him and his wife—they're putting into the work with with the people. Um, I think that's why these players are loved so much by the fans, is because you see them doing something or connecting one way or another. So that's that's good to see, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what they do on the field is is gonna stay in in history in that Austin FC history. But what they what what people do in their communities, the work there is. Forever and it conti- mm-hmm. and continues to trickle into the rest of the communities and it, it inspire it truly inspires people to to give back when they see their idols and their people that that th- that that are truly doing this out of their own heart you know that it, it, it's great to see man and shout out to Stuber I know he's had a he's had a, a, a pretty he, he's had his career in the MLS has 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 had some difficulties mm-hmm. but he's been uh, embrace this community and been doing his part with him and his wife and he's getting that recognition and i think it's it's a good time for us to recognize him not only for for all the saves he's mm-hmm. done which he's he's done a lot of saves this season he's like one of the top uh, goal goal stoppers yeah yeah for sure there's uh, a couple of saves in against dallas and yeah. um against what was the other team where we literally could have lost or been tied to but he came through and you know la sacaba so that that's good um, against Dynamo too, he yeah, came Dynamo. through and, and did some stuff. He he does some key saves every game, dude. Every right. game he does some key saves, and to be performing like that in the field and to be uh, actively participating in in uh, community initiatives outside of the field, it just goes to show you how well-rounded human being he is, and uh, what a remarkable person he is to have on the team. And, and, and like, say he's not a what's a word called facade. He's not a you know a, a alter ego person that he's one way and in, in like in the pitch or in in in, in the 
screen or in a camera. But then you see him in, in person and he doesn't say hi to nobody. He acts like a jerk. No, this guy, he says hi to everybody that he meets. Um, like say there was that event uh, with Abel in Equality of Texas. He shook everyone's hand. He took a picture with every guest in there. He still did the sh- like say the penalty kicks because you you know you pay to do penalty kick. But before that, he was shaking hands with everyone. It wasn't like oh you didn't take a penalty kick or you didn't pay. I'm not gonna say hi. No, everyone like he came in. He was very. Um, I saw him just sitting down talking to to a lady, and they were just talking about like her and her family, and he was just listening. This guy right here, it's it's. Whatever he's in, like in the field, and, and you see in social media, he's the same way in person. Um, but he's also a human being, like everyone else. You know, he he, he can also sometimes have a, like say in, in the past he's had like, like in, in, a, in a rough like rough MLS um, time, but a lot of these players had rough patches in the past. Like you know what is that? And they came here and they found like it's, it's kind of like they were all. You know, it's a wrong word to say, probably, but they were they were all outcast, or, or they were misfits, or, or thought to be damaged, or goods. thought to be damaged goods. But they come here and they and they got molded to like this team of core players that are doing great things, right? And, and that's what I really hope to see from from our pretend, our new signing, yeah, so Rigoni, Rigoni and Orcoroso, like knowing that when they they come to Austin, they're gonna come literally to give, not just to. You know, take all the fame. You know, right, man. And and I mean, that's you. You, you hit it on the head, Richie. Like the people have seen this club, like it being so new, so fresh. There's not there's not tons of history. Mm-hmm. Everybody that that is coming in and has come in has had that chance to reinvent themselves. Right. So it's wonderful to see, man. And 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 the fans and we all recognize it. We all recognize it, and we love it. And it just makes us love love this team even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And looking forward to this Sunday. Uh, looking forward to another win, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Let's get it. Knocking on wood and whatever else. But anything else you want to cover? Uh, no, man. I think we hit, we we uh, did a did a nice little quick episode, and hopefully uh, next time around we have a we have a we're joined by a wonderful guest. Uh, but today you just get a Richie Coke special. I hope you enjoyed that and the, the intimate. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We, we brought the lights down a bit, so you know you dim, can feel like the lights. it's there. Put that Luther Vandross. Andale. Luther Vandross. There we go in your ear. <laughs> that Marvin Gaye. The Marvin Gaye. <laughs> But now, uh, thank you for listening to another episode. Um, follow us on Instagram, um, YouTube, Spotify, and let us know what you think. Send us, um, you know, let us know how do you, you know, anything you want to talk about, any 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 topic, any anything that you feel like, hey, you know what, it'll be a good thing we talk about. We can try to do research and you know touch on it. So, you know, and and everyone that has come, we appreciate y'all. Everyone that has listened, thank you. And the ones that haven't, you know, I hope we, you know, you enjoy our content because we do it for, you know, for y'all because we like football, vida, and cultura. Yes, sir. Much love to everybody, all the community. We can't wait to continue to bring these stories to y'all. Mm-hmm. And hasta la próxima. Hasta cuarta también. Chao.